What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the My Side of the Block podcast. If today is your first time listening, welcome. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, if you're listening to us on the audio, please go to your YouTube page and check us out on YouTube. We are brand new on YouTube. We're putting all of our videos up here. The majority of our podcast from now on will be put on video. So check us out on YouTube at Stoop Knockout. It's going to be in the little links in all of our bios and our social medias. Give or whatever it is. It's going to be on it. And if you guys are listening on video, welcome to the new channel. We're glad to have you here. But if you just want to listen to audio, check us out on your favorite podcasting app. We can be listened to on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, whatever, whatever app you got out there. We are on it. So go check us out on there. Just search for My Side of the Block Podcast and be sure to tune in. Now today, today I actually, I put this episode together the last couple days because I thought it'd be, it'd be pretty fun. And I think a lot of our viewers, a lot of people in our group on Facebook, Stoop Life, are involved with this. Hell, um, we have our own league in it. I'm talking about fantasy football. And we all probably do fantasy football. Hell, I actually probably like fantasy football more than the real football. Hate to say it, I do. Uh, I, I enjoy picking up the players, I enjoy doing the draft, I enjoy the shit talking week to week throughout the league, and I, I enjoy winning, but unfortunately this year I didn't win any of my leagues, I came close, lost in the semifinals in one, lost in the finals in the other, but if you ain't first, you're last. So today, today I want to talk about my all-fantasy rosters. We like to see how in the NFL they do their all-pro teams, right? So we're going to kind of do that. I'm going to kind of do that with my fantasy football roster here. I got two lists, and I, I, I like the second list better. The first list I'm going to go with is going to be the all-MVP team. So we're going to hit you guys with about 15, 16 players that are all-MVPs. I'm going to break down a little bit why. And then next, we got our all-fantasy bust team. Now, I like to talk about this one because there were a lot of Players in fantasy football this year, and football in general, that just shit the fucking bed. Just shit the fucking bed. And there's a lot of players out there that we drafted high in our fantasy football leagues that just didn't qualify. They didn't do good at all. And let me tell you guys something. I'm a little upset with a lot of these players on this list. And I'm a little upset that I couldn't put a couple other players on this list. Now, what I got here, guys, I'm going to break down the position, how many points they scored, and what rank they were. And off the top of my head, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of the average draft position because for the MVP team, I'm not just putting in all the one, twos, and threes. I got a lot of them in there, but I want merit to why they're there. I got a lot of guys that were ranked up in the top at the beginning of the year weren't ranked high. So let's get right into it. So starting off our all MVP team, we got our starting quarterback who was ranked number one 
at quarterback throughout the year, scored 457 points, tops in the league. We got Josh Allen from Buffalo. Now, he was the second, third quarterback taken in most drafts, but he finished way ahead of Mahomes, who most people took. He finished way ahead of Kyler Murray, who a lot of people took. And the season that Josh Allen had was phenomenal. And that's why he's on my MVP list. If you had him in your league, it's crazy because the first couple weeks, he didn't start out that good. And then he went off like a fucking rocket. The dude got touchdowns left and right. Number one quarterback in the league in fancy football terms. And he panned out pretty damn well. Our halfback. You guys already know who our starting number one running back is. The guy who set all types of records this year. He was the number one halfback in fantasy football. He scored 360 points. That's Jonathan Taylor. And I want to give a shout out to Jonathan Taylor because I thought he was going to be really good and he got drafted right in front of me. In some leagues, this guy was getting drafted in the the second round, 13th, 14th pick. And he ended up being the number one running back in the entire league both on and off of fantasy football. So Jonathan Taylor, if you don't have him on your list, whatever. And in both of my leagues, go figure, the guy who won had Jonathan Taylor. So pretty damn good MVP right there. Number two running back, though, which is going to surprise a lot of you. Jonathan Taylor had 360 points. This guy came in at number two on running back with 328. So not that far off of Jonathan Taylor, which is absolutely Surprising. I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be way above everybody else, but he wasn't. We're taking Austin Eckler. And the reason I have Austin Eckler on here is not just because he was number two, but because he's another guy that people drafted in the second round. People passed on him because he always got hurt. And this guy finished with 328 points, ranked number two running back. Phenomenal. Two guys that I almost had. One guy I passed up on, Austin Eckler. Shit in my pants right now because I'm pissed off that I didn't take Austin Eckler because he had an absolutely phenomenal season. Now, we got three wide receivers on our roster here. You guys already know who number one is. And in my opinion, he is the fantasy football overall MVP. We got the number one wide receiver, scored 430 points, almost 100 points over the second place guy. We got none other than the triple crown winner, as my man Stoop likes to call him, the white Jerry Rice, we got Cooper Cup. Now, this guy was getting drafted in 8th, ninth, and 10th round. A lot of people took his number one guy over him, Robert Woods, over Cooper Cup. And this guy put up 430 fucking points. Josh Allen put 457. This guy put 430 as a wide receiver. Think about that. Phenomenal year. Cooper Cup, my overall MVP. After that, we got the number two wide receiver, which I thought he was going to be number one. We got Devontae Adams. He scored 337 points, 100 points less than Cooper Cup, but he was ranked number two. Now, I got this guy on here because he was ranked third or fourth wide receiver on the list going into the year. People were taking a couple guys over him, and... Hey, he proved his numbers last year were no fluke. He performed again. Shout out to Devontae Adams, my man. I tried to get him on all my fantasy teams, but I didn't get him this year. But great pick. Number number two wide receiver. 
Next up, I had this guy on my roster. He's one of my favorite players in football. We have the number three wide receiver. Scored 327 points. We got none other than the scissor man himself, Debo Samuel. We got Debo Samuel here because he got drafted in about the 11th or 12th round. In the league that I got him in, everybody was taking Brandon Ayuk over him. They thought Brandon Ayuk was going to be the man, going to be the guy they threw to. And I silently kept my mouth shut on Debo because I remembered how good this guy was. This guy went from a 12th round pick to a number three wide receiver in fantasy football. He's right up there for MVP talk as well because he's one of the best sleeper picks you could have. If it wasn't for Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel would have been my fantasy football MVP. 327 points, ranked number three, after he was projected to be about the 53rd wide receiver. Pretty damn good. Now we got our tight end. Tight end was actually pretty easy. I've talked to a lot of people. A lot of people had Travis Kelsey on there. But I said, hey. Travis Kelsey was drafted in the first round in some drafts. Did he perform up to that? Nah, he didn't. But you know a guy that got picked that wasn't even talked in being a top three? You know, everybody had Travis Kelsey. They had Darren Waller, bust. They had George Kittle, great year. But number four, we had the guy that finished top tight end in fantasy football, had 292 points, Mark Andrews. Now, if you guys drafted Mark Andrews, phenomenal year. This guy was a touchdown machine. Lamar Jackson got hurt, still produced touchdowns. He was the man. Now, he only went up about three spots, his ADP and tight ends. But, man, this guy was going late in rounds. He's going about seventh, eighth round in most drafts. And he turned out to be better than the all-big three tight ends. So, Mark Andrews, 292, number one tight end. He's on that all-MVP team. Our flex position. Utility. This is a tough spot to fill in because we've got a lot of guys. But I had to choose the rookie. We got on here the number five wide receiver. Guy scored 294 points. We got Jamar Chase. Now, if you guys haven't watched Jamar Chase yet, guy's special. He's something different. He's something real good. We're going to see him in the Super Bowl. We're going to see what he does in the Super Bowl. Hopefully he puts up 294 yards in the Super Bowl. He might. But we got him at our, at our flex because I remember going into the year, he put out a video saying he, he was having trouble catching. So his draft position plummeted. It went down, real down. He actually got drafted about the 23rd, 24th wide receiver in average drafts. He finished number five. Finished number five with 294. He's our flex. Next, we got kicker. You know, kickers are whatever. You kind of all get drafted at the end. But we got a guy who was ranked number 12th kicker in the beginning of the year. Finished number one with 171 points, which was 20 points above the number two kicker. We got Daniel Carlson. Man was just a, a kicker machine for, for Vegas out there. He's our kicker. We're not going to talk much about him. We do need to talk about our defense, though. The number one ranked defense in the league was Buffalo, which could also be on this position here. Because a lot of people had Buffalo getting picked like 8th, ninth, 10th defense. They finished number one. But they got drafted. My number two defense right here did not get drafted. They scored 292 points from the defense slot. And not a single person in the world drafted them. They're actually only drafted in 2% of leagues. But they were rostered in 100% at the end. I hate to say this. But thankfully I actually had them on my team. 
We got our MVP defense is the Dallas Cowgirls. That's right. The Dallas Cowgirls are our MVP defense. They went from not getting drafted, being ranked 20, 22nd defense in the league, to ranked number two in fantasy football purposes. Right there on our team. Now we got to do with our bench. We got our bench quarterback. I hate to say this because I actually passed up on him. I don't know why I did that, but I did. But we got the number two quarterback, scored 451 points, only six points behind Josh Allen. We got TB12, Tom Brady. How good of a year did that guy have? Listen, I, I didn't expect him to have the year he had. I expected him to have a good year, but the numbers he put up were phenomenal. Probably his best year ever. I guess that's why he retired. But Tom Brady, number two quarterback in fantasy football at 44 years old. It's unfucking believable. We got him on our on our roster. He's on our bench. Now, we got two running backs that we had to put on here as well. We got a guy that got drafted in about the 13th round. He was ranked about the 40th, give or take, running back in fantasy football purposes. He wasn't even the starter on his team, and everybody forgot about him. I actually traded this guy week four because I didn't think he was going to keep up doing what he was doing. We got the number fifth running back in fantasy football, scored 247 points in James Conner. That's right, James fucking Conner. If he didn't get hurt at the end of the year, he would have been possibly the number three, four running back in all fantasy football. That's saying a lot. As a starting guy that was a backup, this guy was a touchdown machine. If you guys drafted James Conner, or picked him up week one in waivers. You were happy. You were sitting pretty damn happy because this guy put up points. And the funny thing is, in the beginning of the year, people didn't want to start him. I remember people asking me, should I start Connor or this guy? And I was always like, start the other guy. I was wrong with that. James Connor, man, if you had him, if you started him all year, that dude was a touchdown fucking machine. James Connor on our roster, number five running back. Another running back we got on the list is a guy that kind of reminds me of Debo Samuel. We got a guy that did not get drafted. He was actually drafted in 1% of leagues, but he was rostered in 97% of leagues at the end of the year. This guy finished ranked number nine running back with 222 points. And if you picked this guy up week one and kept him on your roster, you probably made it pretty far in your playoffs. Especially if you had this guy and James Conner. We're talking about Cordell Patterson. That guy was a machine. He was basically the Atlanta Falcons for a majority part of the year. This guy was putting up numbers every week. 25 points, 23 points, 27 points. Every time I saw him put up points, it was crazy. And every time he had a great game, it had to be against me. I don't know why, but this guy was a beast. Cordell Patterson, 229, 22 points, ranked ninth running back in fantasy football. He's a steal. Next up, we got a guy that I had on my team that I actually picked because of Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup went before I picked this guy, and thankfully I got this guy. Wasn't as good as Cooper Cup, but he put up numbers as well. Nobody expected it. We got a guy that was ranked roughly 34th, give or take. Not too low, but right, right along, you know, the 8th, ninth round, right where Cooper Cup got picked. He finished number eight wide receiver, 267 points. We got Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh. This guy was a catch machine. 
Pittsburgh seemed to have like two run games. They had the one run game with Najee, and then they had a the little dump off run game with Deontay. He was a beast. If he had a better quarterback, his numbers would have been even better. But the fact that this guy finished top 10, finished number eight, is great. So, I mean, I went pretty far because I had him, and he helped out a lot. He had a great year. We got another guy. We got to save the next guy for last. But we got, we got another guy on here that also went in about the 13th round. People didn't want to pick this guy because he was a one-hit wonder. He had a good week and then a bad week the, the year before. But he was pretty damn consistent. Off the beginning of the year, first five weeks, this guy was actually ranked number two in fantasy football. He finished the year ranked number 12 with 239 points. We're talking about my man, Mike Williams, out of L.A. The guy was money. I know a lot of people tried to trade him in the beginning of the year. Some people cut him. I picked him up. This guy had a hell of a year. 239 points, finished 12 in wide receivers, had a great year. Now, my last MVP, and the reason I leave him last is because I talk shit about him all year. And I don't know how he does it. I don't know how this guy finished number 10. I really don't. And the funny thing is that he finished number 10 is like the majority of people that had him on their roster didn't start him, like ever. And they regret that. This guy finished number 10 wide receiver. He wasn't even a top 50 guy in the beginning of the year. He actually only got drafted in 2% of leagues. But he was one of the best waiver pickups of the year. One of the best. Guy finished with 252 points. Talking about out of Vegas, Hunter Renfro. How good of a year did that guy have? I mean, hey, he got drafted in 2% of the leagues, and he finished number 10 wide receiver in all fantasy football. Phenomenal. 252 points from this little-ass white boy that's getting thrown to. He benefited a lot from Waller getting hurt, but... Shout out to Paul for calling him in the beginning of the year. Shout out to Paul for telling me this guy's a beast. And I, I, I didn't see it. I was wrong. But, hey, if you picked up Hunter Renfro, I hope you played him. Because everybody I know that played him, Paulie, you had him on your fucking bench. So I guess it's not an MVP for you. But if you did play him, MVP. Guy was an MVP right there. Now, let's get into our all-fantasy busting. It's going to be the fun part. If you're watching this video, let me hear some bust as we go. Because we all know I couldn't put them all on here. So what I did with these guys is I picked guys that probably hurt my teams. And guys that pretty much went really far below their ADP. Now a lot of these guys got hurt, but it counts because they got drafted so high. So we're going to start off with the guy at quarterback that I picked above Tom Brady. The reason I picked this guy was because going into the offseason, into the season, he wanted to get traded. He was looking at a contract year. I thought he was going to have a great year. He actually had a decent year when he did play in the beginning of the year, and then he got hurt, came back, and sucked. I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Man, I'll never like this guy again because of the season he had. I'm not even going to lie. I used to like him. Now I hate him. I took this guy above Tom Brady thinking he was going to ball out. Somehow he still finished number 15 quarterback with 280 points. But Tom Brady finished number two, and I skipped up on that. And Russell Wilson, the last eight weeks of the season, he was lucky he was number two because he was ass. He was ass. And if I'm a team out there looking at him, 
I really don't want him on my roster. He'll never get drafted on my fantasy team again. He's on the banned list. But, man, Russell Wilson is a fantasy bust. Now we got two running backs here. We all know who the starting running backs are. Clear-cut number one, Christian McCaffrey. Not even close. Number one draft pick in the year. Kept getting hurt. He finished number 38 at halfback with 121 points, which sucks. Because the guy should have finished number one with 490 points. But he didn't. So we'll see what happens next year where he goes. He might be a second rounder. Like, for real. This guy gets hurt every year. He's too small. He's too frail. And he's too white. (laughs) Nah, just playing with that part. But seriously, this guy, disappointment. Disappointment. If you drafted him first pick, you're batting your head because you know you shouldn't have. But you had to, right? Christian McCaffrey, bust of the year, again. Followed by another guy that gets a big bust, Saquon Barkley. This guy got drafted in the top 10, first round in every single draft. His average draft position was 8, which isn't far behind number 1, but it's not number 1. But listen to this. Everybody seems to think that Christian McCaffrey missed so many more games than Barkley, right? Well, he did. But Barkley only finished number 30 with 141 fantasy points, which is only 20 points above Christian McCaffrey. You've seen him miss the entire year. So if you draft a Saquon Barkley, I feel bad for you because this guy came back, reminded me of Russell Wilson, and put up shit-ass fucking numbers. I'm glad I didn't pay, take this guy because he's never going to be the same. He needs to get out of, out of New York. He needs to get out of there. He needs to take a whole year off, heal the fuck up. He's a guy that proves that you can be as muscular as you want, as fit as you want. Don't mean shit when it comes to your health. Some guys are just going to get hurt. Saquon Barkley's on the radar of never draft list. I'm curious to see where this guy goes next year. He might be a third or fourth round draft pick, which is saying something because this guy is a beast when he's healthy. But when is he healthy? Never. Now, we got our three wide receivers. I think everybody knows number one. Because in the beginning of the year, I had this guy being a top five wide receiver. He finished number 103 with 70 points. Now, the good thing about this guy is that most people cut him. Well, or they put him on the, the bench. I'm talking about Calvin Ridley. I'm not going to talk too much shade on him because we all know he left because of mental issues. But I had high hopes for this guy, and he shit the bed on my season. So he was ranked number five, finished 103. What a year by Calvin Ridley. After that, I got another guy that I drafted. Another guy that I thought was going to be top three wide receivers. He got hurt at the end of the year, but it's no excuse for why he had such a bad season. Because he had a bad season when he was healthy. Finished number 47 at wide receiver with 143 points. I'm talking about DeAndre Hopkins. Hell, I got his jersey in my closet. I still love the guy. But man, disappointing year. A lot of it had to do with he got hurt. Murray got hurt. It was just a weird year for him. But a lot of people drafted him on the on the front end of the second round. And he shit the bed. Imagine passing up on him. Imagine picking him and Calvin Ridley and skipping guys like Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. It's not, 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 not a fun uh, predicament there for them guys. The next guy I got up is the guy actually finished number 28 at wide receiver. But the reason I got him on the list is for two reasons. Number one, he was on my team, and he sucked. Number two, he talked in the beginning of the year that he was the best wide receiver in the league. 
on an offense that all they do is air the ball out. They throw the ball. They're high-powered offense. I'm talking about Amari Cooper. This guy finished ranked 28th with 195 points. Doesn't seem that bad. But for a guy that was clouding himself to be the best wide receiver in the league, he sure as hell didn't show that. And he probably bought himself a ticket out of Dallas, to be honest. Uh, so if you got if you drafted him with me, man, I feel bad for you. Because I don't like drafting Cowboys as it is. And Amari Cooper let me down. Now our tight end spot. Wow. I want to put two guys in here, but I put the other one in flex. So we're going to talk about them both here. So we got a tight end and we got one at flex. Now the guy at flex we want to talk about. We got a guy that was taken in the second or third round in most drafts. He was the number two or three tight end. Darren Waller. Now, this guy got hurt a lot, so rightfully so. His season went downhill. But this guy finished the year, ranked 17th as tight end, and only scored 129 points. I know if you had him on your roster, you are pissed off because there was a couple games that he played, but he only got one target or left. And that's a big bust. That's a horrible thing. Because if he's active, you played him. And he's a bust because he was active for a lot of the games except the last, like, three. And he shit the bad bad. He shit the bed bad. But he didn't shit the bed, bed as bad as my number one tight end bust. This guy was ranked 11th or 12th, which isn't, isn't that high. But he was ranked 11th or 12th because nobody really knew what they were going to expect from him. He was in a new offense, new team, but he was a beast. Now, would you expect your 12th ranked tight end to only score 57 points in fantasy football? Would you expect that if they didn't get hurt? Absolutely not. Well, this guy somehow finished with 57 points, ranked 35th tight end. Talking about Janu Smith. What happened, Janu? I'm going to tell you this. Before the year, me and Paulie were hyped on him. We thought he was going to be a touchdown machine. I I honestly thought he was going to get 9, 10 touchdowns this year. I don't even know if he had one. Like, did he have one touchdown? Did Janu Smith have a touchdown this year? Maybe at practice. I Horrible. Downing Smith, 57 points. One of the biggest busts. And I understand he's not a top five guy, but Jesus Christ. That was bad. Everybody was waiting for him to start up to get his get it going underneath the Patriots, but he never did. Awful. I don't even want to talk about him anymore. But I do want to talk about my kicker. Because this is actually a kicker that got drafted very high. He was the fourth drafted kicker average in drafts. It's not saying much. It's just a kicker. But, man, I, th- I thought this dude was going to be the next uh, Justin Tucker. This guy finished last year ranked number two. Going, He was a beast in the playoffs, beast in the clutch time. I don't know what happened to him in the beginning of the year. Seemed to forget what uh, registration on his glasses was. He couldn't see. He finished the year ranked 33 kicker, 47 points. That's it. He didn't even play. He lost his job by week three. Rodrigo Blankenship. Awful, awful, awful. One of my, one of my favorite guys in the league because he's a character. He was taking pictures with DK Metcalf and then, whew, I don't know. Maybe He should have been with Calvin Ridley on the mental issue part because this guy was horrible. He couldn't even, I don't even think he knew how to kick a ball anymore. He, he's not even in the league. He probably got cut. Rodrigo Blankenship, what the fuck happened to you? 
biggest bust a kicker. And I'm saying that a lot because kickers don't mean shit, but you are a bust. Now our defense. We already talked about the Cowboys. Now let's switch. We got a team that was ranked in the top five. Actually, the ranked number two defense going into the year. Second drafted defense on average. They finished 22nd defense in the, in the league. We're talking about the Washington Comrades. That gay-ass name. <laughs> they finished with 147 points, ranked 22. If you drafted them, I don't, I don't know what happened to their defense. The first cup, first, between the first eight weeks of the season, they were actually ranked 31 in defense efficiency in all of football. They're horrible. Teams were scoring 30 points on them left and right. If you still had them on your roster, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. But like I said, they were average drafted, number two defense, and they finished 22. Horrible. Horrible. Now let's take it to our bench. We got two quarterbacks on our bench, actually. And number one, I like to talk about him because... He started off the year so good. He started off the year so damn good and then got hurt, never came back. And a lot of times when a quarterback gets hurt, you don't like to call him a bust. But in this guy's case, I do. He finished 19th as quarterback, 259 points. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. Wow. Everybody that I know that had him, he was lighting it up. And then he fell off a cliff. Fell off a cliff. Had a great game against Kansas City, and then I, I don't know what happened to him. I guess he was being too cocky, doing all this dumb shit. He did that flip, and then he was never the same. If Lamar Jackson would have went on the trajectory for the whole season that he was between weeks one and eight, he might have been the number one ranked quarterback in the league. But the fact that he got hurt, shit the bed, and he self-righteously got hurt on his own, 100% a bust. Bust. I brought him up first because I got another guy here. A guy that actually played every single game. A guy that I thought was going to have a breakout year because of the system he was in. The system that this guy was in produced Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, and a couple other guys that the second year under this system, the numbers went through the roof. I I projected that same thing to happen for this guy. But I was wrong. This guy actually started every game, except for the last game of the year. And he ranked 25th quarterback and scored 253 points. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. I understand he was playing hurt all year. But Baker Mayfield ain't the answer. Go back. Sit on the bench. You ain't ever going to be a starter in the league. If you're Browns Nation, dog pound, sorry, but Baker Mayfield is not the answer. He's trash. We got, a, we got one running back on our bus list here because there was a lot of them. And my man right here in the chat already pointed him out. Mike Davis. What happened to him? He might actually get cut and never play a game in the NFL again. Talk about a fat boy coming out of shape. Year before, Mike Davis was an animal. An animal. This guy was actually a top 15 draft pick in running backs. He finished the year ranked 35th and halfback. I have no idea how he finished 35 and halfback because all he did was get you about eight points. And in fantasy football, your starting running back should not only get you eight to 12 points. That was his max. That was his high, 12 points. Highest he scored all year. He scored 127 points all year. Christian McCaffrey played half the year, scored 121. 
That's pathetic. Mike Davis was ass. And somehow, he was still rostered by 63% of the league. I guess everybody was expecting him to come back. But Cordell Patterson, from our MVP list, took this man's fucking job. Not only did he take his job from him, but Mike Davis' soul was lost. His work ethic was lost. And he kept eating too many donuts. So Mike Davis, you suck. We got three wide receivers on the list here to finish it out. But number one, we got a fellow Pittsburgh guy. No, I'm not talking about our TikToker Juju. I'm talking about Chase Claypool. Wow. Everybody picked this guy in the top 15, top 20. He went above Deontay Johnson. But somehow he finished number 38 wide receiver. Finished with 159 points. And get this. He scored over 25 points three times. So over half his points were scored in three games. You heard that right. Over half of Chase Claypool's points were scored in three games. Horrible year. Horrible year. Especially this guy was getting 20 points a game in fantasy football the year before. A lot of that has to do with Big Ben, but a lot of that has to do with this guy can't do nothing but run a go route. So if you drafted Chase Claypool, sorry. Chase Claypool, you suck. But our next two guys. Biggest bust of the year because they had a lot of, had a lot of hype around in their name. First guy I want to talk about. Went to a new team. Everybody thought, man, this guy's going to put it together this year. It's a big sign. He finished right around 80th wide receiver with equaling out with 84 points. I'm not even sure how many games he played. But somehow, if you were on Yahoo Sports, he was always projected to get like 13 or 14 points. Which never got that, ever. I'm talking about Kenny Galladay. Awful. Like, we thought this guy was going to go to his new team and put up numbers. But he did put up numbers on the bench. Kenny Galladay, you suck. You should retire. You ain't ever going to be healthy. And if you are healthy, you ain't going to do shit anyway. You suck. Stay where you're at. Our number one bust of the year from wide receiver, to be honest with you. This guy finished the year ranked 94 wide receiver, 74 points. I'm not even sure how many games this guy played. So hypothetically, we already expected him not to play a lot of games. But the fact that he still got drafted, still got drafted in the third, fourth round in some drafts, fifth round at latest, and he didn't play, he was already a buyer beware. But we got this guy ranked 94th wide receiver. He scored 74 points. That's it. That's it. But he came back for your playoff run, so he probably played him in the playoffs, and he shit the bed in the playoffs too. We're talking about Julio Jones. We got another legend in the game that needs to hang him up. should hang him up, bro. You ain't ever going to be healthy again. You get nagging injuries after nagging injuries. If you ever draft this guy in fantasy football again, just quit, retire. You're giving up your money because you ain't winning. But there we have it, guys. We got our all-fantasy MVP team and our all-fantasy bus team. I'm curious to hear some of the guys that you have because I know Paulie sent me a list. He had a couple guys that were on there as well that were different, which is great. Um, it's all perspective, the leagues you're in, the teams that you drafted, how they affected your game. But how many other sports are you going to talk about a fantasy football roster that's all-MVP team? Um, I don't do it with baseball. I don't do it with and, and, 
NBA. That's what makes football great. That's why football is great. That's why we love football, and we can't wait till the Super Bowl. And coming up next, which is actually going to be later after this podcast airs, we're going to be doing the NFL Season Awards Brought to you by Stoop Life. So tune in to that episode. We're going to break down MVP, Rookie of the Year, Offensive, Defensive Player of the Year. We're going to have Coach of the Year, Assistant of the Year. And we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy football and that as well. So tune into that. And if we have something that you guys want us to talk about, please let us know. And if you would love to be a guest to talk about your journey in sports, what sports mean to you, or if you'd love to come and talk shit about some sport topic, this and that, please let us know. Please reach out. We also have a couple debates coming up, so be on the lookout for them. We have three debates scheduled, so be on the lookout for that. If you want to get in, let us know. Reach out to us. We'd love to have you on. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Hop on in, and we'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Peace out, y'all.